This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, Episode 291, Unexpected Ways to Max Out Your Roth IRA. Traditional financial planning is no longer working. And in the new normal economy, your host, certified financial planner Mark Willis, invites you to join us as we engage the new and improved steps for establishing financial sanity. Be curious, be stable, be sane. This is Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think different about your money, your economy, and your future. Wait a minute, you didn't know we had a YouTube channel? That's right, we put content that we don't put anywhere else on YouTube, and you need to see it to believe it. So be sure to follow, like, and subscribe our channel so you won't miss a thing. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode. You're finding yourself right in the middle of a tax mini-series. And you know, I thought with America's Tax Day coming up, there'd be a lot of weeping and gnashing of teeth going on out there. Uh, and certainly taxes are never a fun thing to pay. And certainly with some of the income tax breaks and COVID tax breaks expiring, more people than ever are going to be paying higher taxes than ever before. And don't think that if you're getting a tax refund this year that you should be celebrating. Guys, realize that there's plenty of room at the mourner's table for you too. A tax refund, if you'll go with me on this, is essentially money you should have been earning all year long, but instead you felt happy enough to give it to the government for an entire year and earn zero interest on your money. That's right. The tax refund is when the government finally lets go of the money you should have had all year long, but you just got it back at the end of the year and you had to prove it with filling out a bunch of paperwork that you submitted to the government called a tax return and then waiting patiently for weeks or months just to get that money that was ultimately yours in the first place back in your pocket. Not exactly a thrilling prospect to get a tax refund now, right? Now, while I don't typically recommend feeding your feelings, we're going to have a buffet of resources here today at the mourner's table, and we're going to end up having, I think, a great time. So stick with me. We're going to spend a whole episode just getting fat and happy on creative tax strategies for a tax-free retirement. And specifically, we're going to look at some strategies on IRAs and Roth IRAs. So let's get into it. A Roth IRA grows tax-deferred and comes out totally income tax-free on any of the money that you pull out of that Roth IRA. Anybody can have a Roth IRA at any income level. You can own one, but there are differences in terms of contributing to one. Uh, but you can buy and put whatever you want in that Roth IRA. It can be self-directed. You can put small businesses in there, real estate, crypto, do mortgage notes. You can do all sorts of things, including stocks, bonds, mutual funds, etc. But many of our keen listeners know my feelings about IRAs and 401ks and generally the tax-qualified retirement plans out there in this country. I'm not a huge fan of the stock market as the primary way to save for your financial future. But we work with clients all over the country who have IRAs and 401ks that are not tied up in the stock market. In fact, we've set up retirement accounts that provide a safe and even guaranteed accumulation, as well as guaranteed lifetime income, totally income tax-free. That's right, totally income tax-free. Our clients are thrilled with the assets they've put into their IRAs and 401ks that have nothing to do with the drama of the stock market. So please keep in mind that as we're going through these strategies on IRAs and 401k strategies, we're not necessarily telling you to put all your money in the stock market. 
We're simply looking at ways to help you get to that tax-free income zone with whatever assets you put into that IRA. And in particular, we're going to talk about strategies to, that include guaranteed lifetime income. So what's the only thing better than a guaranteed lifetime income? That's right. It's a guaranteed lifetime income that's totally income tax-free. Now, if I just blew your mind with those statements, you've got a lot to learn. We've got a lot to cover in today's episode, so you're at the right place at the right time. These are legit strategies, been around for years. They're honest and, and uh, baked right into the tax code. Why? Because these work. So what we're talking about are next level strategies. Assuming many of you already know that you can fund a Roth IRA with just six or seven grand a year based on your age, and you can pay into the Roth IRA uh, with uh, your current income up to a certain point, and then you can let it grow and do what you want with that money. You can also put a lot of things into your IRA, and I assume that you know this too before we get into these strategies, but be aware of the prohibited transaction rules that I go over in my episode, What's Wrong with Self-Directed IRAs? I believe that's episode 209. Now, you can have a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, and there's even other accounts coming out like Roth SEPs and Simples. Congress loves the Roth accounts because they're getting their money today and they are desperate for cash. We are playing the long game and we want our money to grow and be accessible in retirement tax-free. So it's a win-win solution. What are the strategies we like to use with Roth IRAs, 401ks, and similar? Well, let's get into it. First, the backdoor Roth. Now, as you might remember, the most we can put into a Roth IRA as of 2023 is 6500 or 7500 depending on your age. And if you make too much money as a single person, you'll be phased out from contributing to a Roth IRA if you make more than 153 grand a year. So not only are you taxed at a higher rate today, but you cannot get your higher income into that Roth IRA, which would help get you into a lower tax bracket in the future. So what can you do? A simple backdoor Roth IRA. A backdoor Roth has basically two steps to it. Step one, you make a non-deductible contribution to a traditional IRA. That's the first thing to do. Contribute money to a traditional IRA account and make sure it's a non-deductible contribution. You won't be able to claim a tax deduction on this contribution, but that's okay because you'll be doing a Roth conversion pretty quickly uh, as you move that money out of the traditional IRA. So you want to wait for that contribution to clear, which might just be a few business days. But after making the contribution, it's important to wait for those funds to clear and settle in your account before you move them on to the next step, which takes maybe, again, a few business days up to a week. Step two, convert the funds to a Roth IRA. Once the funds have cleared, you can convert the traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. And this typically is just done through your IRA provider's website or just call us and our team at Lake Growth Financial Services. This means you'll pay your taxes in the current year. Uh, since you made a non-deductible contribution to the traditional IRA, only the earnings, which there won't be any after just a few days really, will be subject to income tax when you do the conversion. And if you don't have any other traditional SEP or simple IRA accounts, the taxes should be pretty minimal. Now, just repeat this process annually. If you want to continue using the backdoor Roth IRA strategy, you just repeat this process each year for as long as you meet the income eligibility requirements for a Roth IRA contribution. Now, the downside is that you're still just putting only 6,500 bucks a year away, which is not a lot in the grand scheme of things. Every little bit helps, I get it. But don't 
worry. And don't forget, you can also put away money in your spouse's IRA. You can do a backdoor Roth with your spouse as well. Even if your spouse doesn't work, uh, he or she can have a Roth IRA and you can be funding that Roth IRA. And again, if you're in a high income, you can both be doing backdoor Roth IRAs. That's the first strategy. Next up, let's talk about a mega backdoor Roth IRA. That's right. A mega backdoor Roth IRA is a retirement savings strategy that allows individuals to contribute after-tax dollars to a 401k or other employer-sponsored retirement plan, and then transfer those funds into a Roth IRA. It's called mega because it allows for significantly higher contributions than a traditional backdoor Roth IRA. Let's get into what this looks like. I'm liking it already. The mega backdoor Roth IRA works by taking advantage of the fact that some employer-sponsored retirement plans allow you to add after-tax contributions. Not all of them. Some retirement plans at your employer will allow you to put after-tax contributions beyond the traditional 401k contribution limit. All right, so after-tax contributions, that's money that's paid in after-tax. These are after-tax dollars. So they do not provide a tax deduction when you're contributing to your 401k above and beyond your tax-deferred money. So these after-tax contributions are made, and then the funds can be converted then to a Roth IRA where they can grow and then even be withdrawn tax-free in retirement. So chat with your HR department and notice whether or not they allow for after-tax contributions. Again, it's important to note that not all employer-sponsored retirement plans offer the ability to make after-tax contributions or allow for in-service distributions. That's like when you're still working there. Both of those are going to be necessary really to get the mega backdoor Roth strategy to work in your situation. So definitely check with your plan administrator, or your HR department to see if that option is available for you. So the mega backdoor Roth IRA can be a powerful tool for high income earners who've already maxed out you know, their traditional 401k contributions and want to save even more for retirement. All right. So what if you're a solo business owner? Yeah, you can fund a solo 401k and then elect a Roth provision to make it all tax-free in the future, all right? Traditional to Roth conversions. That's another one. You can make a Roth conversion. Now might actually be the best time in your life to convert your traditional 401k or IRA to a Roth IRA, and here's why. 2022 was a devastating year for many retirement account balances. So when you convert your traditional IRA, which is not yet taxed, to a Roth IRA, they'll take the value of your account, pay your taxes on that account balance. So it makes sense to pay your taxes on a smaller account balance. A perfect time to do that would be after the market takes a giant nosedive and shrinks your retirement account like it did last year in 2022. If you convert your account now while your balance might be down, smaller, you'd be converting a smaller taxable number over to a Roth IRA balance, and then your account balance will grow tax-free for life. In addition, many people are seeing their incomes drop this year and might be heading into a recession. So it's always a good time to convert traditional to Roth when your income is lower. So if you've just lost your job, for example, I'm sorry to hear that, but one silver lining to that gray cloud might be you can now convert some of your traditional IRA money over to Roth IRA money since you'll only pay taxes 
on income you received. And when you're not earning income, you'll be in a lower tax bracket. So as a side note, there's always whispers in Congress that they want to get rid of high income earners from being able to convert to Roth IRAs. So you might want to get some of this conversion stuff done now while you still can. Now, we help clients take their traditional IRA dollars and convert them into Roth IRAs. This can be done all at once, or you can do it over several years. You are in full control of how much you convert each year. Now, this can be called, and in fact, David McKnight refers to this as the piecemeal internal Roth conversion. And I like the idea. I like spreading out the IRA to a Roth conversion process over several years because it can help you maximize all of your tax brackets instead of converting your traditional IRA all at once, just shoving you into the highest income tax bracket. The key here, guys, is balance. You want to convert as much of your taxable traditional IRA dollars as possible to get the heavy lifting done before tax rates go up for good, but not so fast that the Roth conversion sends you into a higher tax bracket and gives you too much tax pain along the way. 95% of employers now offer a Roth option in your 401k through work. So this is another way to get money into Roth-style accounts. So if your spouse has a 401k through work, you can check with your HR department or your spouse's HR department to see if you could be putting money into the 401k either at your work or your spouse's work and allocating it toward the Roth option rather than a traditional contribution. Again, my general recommendation for most folks is to put in no more than what would be matched by the employer since it's going to be going into, generally speaking, market-based target date funds, uh, which are the most expensive uh, and the un most underperforming options you have to save for your retirement. So if you own a small business, make sure, this is another great strategy uh, that uh, most people are not talking about or thinking about, but this could truly revolutionize your business and your family at the same time. If you own a small business, make sure your kids are employed with that business. Even at a very young age, you can pay your kids a salary for legitimate work and deduct their wages as a business expense, which reduces your taxable income in the current year. And this can be especially beneficial if you are in a higher tax bracket than your kids, which is pretty likely. You're probably making more than your kids unless they are, you know, a supermodel or something like that. Additionally, depending on the age of your kid, they may not owe any income tax on their earnings. For example, if your child is under 18 years young and their income is below a, a certain threshold, which varies year by year, determined by the IRS, then they may not have to pay any federal income tax on their earned income. So this can provide the opportunity for you to shift income from your higher tax bracket to a lower bracket, potentially resulting in tax savings for you and your family. However, paying your children in your business has to be done with legitimate work involved. They have to have a real job description, keep track of the work they're doing, you know, pay them a reasonable rate uh, for the work they're doing. But remember, you can do this by just keeping records of the work they perform, pay your kids via a paycheck or direct deposit, and you'll avoid any potential issues with the IRS. Now, once you've paid them, and as their parent, I assume that these are young kids here, you can decide where that money goes, and before it goes into video games and candy, why not put some of it into a Roth IRA, or even better, a cash value life insurance policy? Roth IRAs are fine, but they 
the kids can't use that money for the next 50 plus years, right? If they're young kids. So once your kids pass away, that will be dumped into your grandkids' lap in Roth inherited money that will be forced over a 10-year period to go back into taxable accounts, as we talked about in last week's episode. So as your grandkids put that money into their savings accounts, what if instead they put that money first into a life insurance policy? The life insurance cash value is liquid and accessible for your kids all throughout their lifetime, whether they're 25, 35, 45, 75 years young, again, with no taxes due, and the kids can then use it in their own retirement years, income tax-free, and then they could pass that money to your grandkids since they'd get a giant death benefit, again, income tax-free. So let's summarize. You owned a business. You paid your kids today. You got a payroll tax deduction as you paid them. The kids receive that money up to the kitty tax exclusion income tax-free. And then if they put it into a life insurance contract, they can use that money throughout their lifetime, totally income tax-free. They can retire with that money income tax-free, and then they can leave it to the grandkids, your grandkids, again, totally income tax-free as well. Uh, If you just heard a loud sonic boom, that's because we just broke the tax-free sound barrier. All right, cool. Now we've done a whole episode on IRAs and other ways to contribute to them so that you can have a tax-free future. If you've made it this far, you're obviously interested in practical strategies and what you can do today to prepare yourself for an increasingly hostile tax environment. Most people who have IRAs or 401ks believe that they are forced to use the stock market as the underlying asset that's placed within their IRA. That's what they believe. That's what they've been led to believe but they've been sold a lie. Unfortunately, the vast majority of Americans with retirement accounts have their accounts allocated to the most inefficient and underperforming and the most expensive assets that they could be using to prepare for their retirement. Again, target date funds, exchange-traded funds, index funds, and the like. It's like buying retail at the mall. And remember, at the beginning of the episode, I said you could put lots of things in IRAs, and it doesn't just have to be stocks, bonds, index funds, target date funds. And what you put in your IRA and 401k can have a dramatic impact on your retirement. So let's say that you're living within your means. First of all, congratulations. And next, let's say that you want to put money into a Roth IRA. And you've chosen one of the methods I've just covered earlier in this episode. The next question is, what do you want to purchase within your IRA? Remember, you can put lots of things in there. IRA does not equal stock market. Now, there are two basic pathways you can take as you decide what you put into your Roth IRA. One pathway is to simply accumulate a big pile of money within the IRA. And when you get to retirement, let's say you want to have $100,000 a year of income. The general first pathway is to take and decide, well, how much do I need to have saved by this point in retirement to have $100,000 of income in retirement coming out of that Roth IRA? The general advice these days is to divide $100,000 by 3%. And my calculator shows that you need to have saved up a big pile of money. According to my calculator, $3.3 million is the account balance needed on day one of your retirement to spend no more than $100,000 a year out of your Roth IRA. So please understand that if you were saving in a traditional IRA or traditional 401k, you'd actually have to accumulate not $3.3 million, but something closer to $4.6 million just to pull out after-tax $100,000 a year. So why is there a $1.3 million penalty for putting money in a traditional IRA or 401k? Well, remember, you've got to pay your taxes to get money out of those 
pre-tax financial vehicles like traditional IRAs and 401ks. But if you were smart enough to set up a Roth IRA, the next choice, again, is what did you put inside the IRA? If it's full of stocks, index funds, bonds, exchange-traded funds, similar accounts, then you've got to keep all of it liquid and take no more than 3% out each year and hope that you don't live too long and run out of money. To say it plainly, the first pathway is very expensive. Uh, It's a very expensive way of going about mitigating the risk of running out of money before you die. This is the number one risk retirees have. Most people, when they look at how much it takes to mitigate longevity risk by way of a stock market portfolio or index funds, they realize they just don't have enough in that Roth IRA, and they probably aren't going to have enough by the time they retire. I mean, I don't meet too many people who have $3.3 million in their Roth IRAs set aside for their retirement income. And I don't know about you, but that's not too common. Uh, there is another easier way, the second pathway you can take, and that's to mitigate longevity risk, you know, not running out of money before you pass away by placing your income annuity within your Roth IRA. So this flat out just takes a lot less money to be able to produce that $100,000 of tax-free income. And in this case, since it's an income annuity, it's guaranteed to last as long as you do by way of an income annuity as opposed to trying to save it all through the stock market. Now, there are four things that your income annuity within your Roth IRA absolutely must have if you're going to keep it for life. The first is you've got to have a guaranteed lifetime income feature and not all annuities do. This feature allows you to have a guarantee that you will always have income for as long as you live. And if you're married, it'll be income for as long as either of you live. That's the first characteristic. The second is that we need our income annuity to have inflation protection. So not all annuities are going to have this feature. And if we're getting rid of the tax problem, we might still be exposed to the inflation problem. Not only is the IRA solving for the biggest risk we all have, which is living too long and running out of money, But the second feature allows us to have the capacity to keep up with this problem of inflation, which is particularly important today since we're seeing inflation kick up to 40-year highs. So in other words, that guaranteed income should be increasing over time so that at any point in the future, you can be sure you're not having a shortfall covering your basic living expenses. So that's the second feature. The third feature we need to look for in our guaranteed income annuities that we put inside these Roth IRAs is to have some kind of liquidity in the years prior to taking that income out of your account and even after. Guys, realize not all annuities let you access the lump sum that you're saving within that annuity. Some old-fashioned annuities, for example, will lock up the money that you put in the annuity and not let you access it. For example, if you chose a single premium immediate annuity, you'll get a guaranteed lifetime income, but it won't be accessible if you needed to access the money in the event of an emergency. And emergencies don't really care if you're retired or not, so you need to make sure you've always got plenty of liquid money. Now, generally, there are many other features and strategies for liquidity, including setting up some bank-on-yourself-designed whole life insurance. But in addition to your bank on yourself policies, it's nice to have, it's a sleep well at night strategy to have some liquidity in your annuity that you can draw on even after you retire, even after you take the money out for income, you want to still have liquid access to your remaining account value in your Roth IRA 
indexed annuity. Finally, the fourth feature, the final one we'll talk about today anyway, is the ability to leave a death benefit to your heirs should you pass away too soon. Many people, many people I talk to erroneously believe that annuity companies, those greedy annuity companies will keep all of your money if you die too soon. It's simply not true with many of the annuities that are out there today. So as we wrap up today's episode, if you're thinking about that old 401k from your old job or an IRA that's just sort of been languishing out there in the markets, please be aware you can do an IRA transfer or a 401k rollover. And if you'd like, you can even start doing piecemeal internal Roth conversions over the next few years to convert to a true Roth IRA paying your taxes now while you know what they are and before they go up for good. And if we set it to hold an annuity within that Roth IRA, you can have guaranteed tax-free inflation-adjusted income for the rest of your life. Wow, those words just feel so good. I'm going to say it all over again. Guaranteed tax-free inflation-adjusted income that could last the rest of your life. Show me anything else in the financial universe that lets you do that. So guys, that's it for today's episode. Please consult with your tax accountant as always as we're going through this tax mini series. We've got some more fun to share with you and I can't wait for next week's episode. But thank you for joining me today for this week's episode of Not Your Average Financial Podcast, helping you think and live differently with your Roth, your economy, and your future. This has been another episode of the Not Your Average Financial Podcast. To join a financial revolution and start thinking different about money, go to www.nyafinancialpodcast.com and click Request a Meeting. The topics presented in this podcast are for general information only and not for the purposes of providing legal, accounting, or investment advice. On such matters, please consult a professional who knows your specific situation.